election disputes continue to heat up, patriots start to rise up, and Biden's real agenda starts to show up. I'm Josiah Everton, and this is The Glorious Rescue. Aren't you tired of feeling forced to choose between staying informed and being indoctrinated? Listen to the condensed news cycle without the lies, agendas, and confusion from the mainstream media, all while engaging in deeper discussions about the principles that have influenced our great nation. This is what rescuing America looks like. This is The Glorious Rescue. Happy Tuesday, which means Happy Glorious Rescue Day. I guess, I don't know if that means that every single Tuesday, every single Friday is a Happy Glorious Rescue Day. You know what? Let's just make today, December 1st, the Happy Glorious Rescue Day. Yeah, let's make December 1st Glorious Rescue Day and also December 1st, happy birthday to my brother, just a random fact for y'all. And actually the same brother who is going to be on the show on Friday. Just because I thought, you know what? Why not? He likes talking politics. He knows what he's talking about. So that is right on our next episode Friday. Don't forget to tune in. My very own brother will be, I don't know if I'd call him a guest, interviewing. We're not really interviewing, but co-hosting maybe just for the next episode, just for fun. And so be ready for that. Also, if you haven't checked out our previous couple episodes, those have been great. Those have been phenomenal. Some of my favorite where we've done Q and A's, but we've also done recaps of the show. So if you haven't checked back up on those previous episodes, I highly recommend you do so just for your own enjoyment as they were highly enjoyable to me. Now, as we start off the show, I just wanted to start it off with something that might be kind of familiar to you, something you might recognize. Well, to put it in some very famous people's words, yeah, got a new show for (laughs) y'all. Some of you may recognize that, some of you not, but nevertheless, I'm actually going to be working on my impersonations throughout this episode, so join in with me, get ready for those, and hopefully, hopefully, just hopefully, that does not make you want to turn off the episode entirely and walk away from it. So let's get right on into it, and we're going to start off today, this episode, with a little bit of a fun fact, because... If you have been here for the last couple episodes, you have known that we have done so. I believe one of them was something along the lines of that there are no Democrats, not one single Democrat on Mount Rushmore. And I think the last one, because it was Friday, Black Friday, that we talked about 95% of the same deals you see on Black Friday that you think are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities are offered within the next 12 months before Black Friday next year. Today's, I don't want to say a fun fact because it's it's not fun that puts it in a bad way and in a bad light, but that is Biden actually has suffered a little bit of a fracture and sprained an ankle from playing with his dog. And good news on this, that Trump, this was Donald Trump's response. Didn't make a fool of himself, didn't cause any uproar. He said, get well or get well soon. Something nice and comforting, but something also, I don't want to call this last one, him injuring himself a, a, a blooper, but something that was a blooper was that over this past Thanksgiving season, Joe Biden called David, the you know, the writer of all of the wonderful Psalms, a palmist. A palmist, that is right. You heard it from his mouth. I don't know if you've seen the video, but David, the palmist. In the wonderful words of the palmist, David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So the devout Catholic, apparently, apparently Catholics are not teaching their own attendees how to pronounce Psalms, Psalms and Psalmist. Nevertheless, I also want to just give a brief thank you. Thank you to all of you, as you can see here. This was actually our most recent reel here, randomly, where we were able to pull in, I want to say like 2,000. We are, we're, we're still climbing right now, but within the first 30 minutes, we were up like, I want to say two or 3,000 views on a single Instagram video. But over the entire course of the show, we've been seeing more exposure, more growth. So thank you, as always. 
And a quick tidbit for the future, save and share. Please always, always save and share because that is very, very helpful to the show. Now, you may be saying, what does that even mean? Simply, you come across any of our videos on Instagram, just hit that little bookmark, hit that save button. You can go through a week or two later and remove them. I don't care, but just saving them at the time of in which you see it always helps and sharing it. You can send it to my personal, don't send it to the Glorious Rescue, but you could even send it to my personal and I will know what you are doing and will appreciate it as always. So just save and share those episodes. Now, we got through all of that, all of the Make sure to check back in our last episode. Make sure to check out our upcoming episodes. Make sure to check out the website and all that. You already know that. So now to get into it. We have lots to cover. Unfortunately, we have too much to cover, but I think that is the general summation of politics, of current events, of the deeper discussions that we enjoy getting into. And so because of that, I think we'll just have to have another episode on Friday, by the way, co-hosted by my brother, Jeremiah Everton, to give a quick plug. And in light of having that extra episode on Friday. I think we'll just continue to do so indefinitely as we have been doing. And so make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Friday, but we do not have enough time to cover it. And so we always, always have more information saved for later, more to get into in later episodes. But for now, we're going to steamroll through a lot of this, give you the condensed news cycle. And a lot of it is just simply, we're just waiting on updates and we will continue to do so and continue to inform you as more of those updates come up. And then also head into an exciting end of show segment, something a little bit different than the traditional end of show segment. So first and foremost, like I mentioned, election disputes continuing to heat up as they have been. Let me just make the the overall statement that I'm getting lots of information, lots of questions, lots of comments, lots of information being sent to me regarding to it. I am very, very grateful for that. I always enjoy the interaction. I'm always grateful for the resources. So th- so thank you for that. And also enlighten that to uh, give addition to that. I'm in the same boat, the same situation as all of us. We're waiting. We're being told that there's information to be released that we are and are not seeing. And the general concept that I want to relate to you that I always come back down to is that it's going to come down to the courts. It's that simple. It's that matter of fact. And the courts are something that if that conservatives do not have an excuse for, right? If conservatives lose in the Supreme Court, or they lose in the or in any of the federal courts, they, there's no excuse at that point. It can't be, well, this just happened or this was unfair or whatnot. No, the the election fraud was given. Some of it was disputed. Some of it was tossed out. Some of it was validated and was dealt with, but it wasn't enough for the election. The flip side of this is, again, more will come out in the courts and it will continue to push forward to the point of Trump actually winning the election. Obviously, the latter is what I'm desiring. The latter is still very possible. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to say, oh, it's there's no hope or anything like that. What I'm trying to just simply say is that for those of... For, there is a time to relinquish it. And if a court's rule against Donald Trump and all of the evidence is brought to light, that there must come a time when we must recognize that. I think that's pretty um, uncontroversial to say, but I wanted to say it nonetheless. That being said, there's a lot more information coming out, as there always is, and more voter irregularities still tend to the left. There really have been no cases of voter irregularities that we are seeing in reports of voter irregularities that hurt Trump, that helped Joe Biden. Recounts have helped Joe Biden. Don't get me wrong. A recent Georgia recount gave Joe Biden like an extra 90 votes. I want to say or 87 votes to be exact, I believe it was. And so then Georgia certified the election. The point I'm trying to make is that that is not the issue here. Just saying, well, we recounted it. Yeah, because you're recounting the same ballots. The dispute is over the ballots. So let me make that very clear. In addition to that, Sidney Powell has just released her lawsuit because Georgia certified the election. 
The lawsuit was 112 pages. It was over a hundred page lawsuit filed against filed against Georgia. Georgian governor, secretary of state as well. Lots and lots of allegations against those two individuals, against members of many parts of that administration, as well as the Dominion voting system, Joe Biden himself. So we will see. And that will be something that goes up the courts. And if it needs to be up to the Supreme Court. And again, the issue is not, well, we have a liberal Supreme Court now. So now there's no excuse. The evidence will be seen. The evidence will be pulled from, and it will be judged based off of the actual evidence. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So it will be in the court system. It's going to come down to the to the court system. There's more voter irregularities coming out, more lawsuits being filed. And if it does exist, it will come out. That is the reassurance I give to all of you that I do genuinely believe that we are past the point of it being swept under the rug. It's just a matter of, is this as extensive as we have been led to believe by many individuals? Donald Trump has also made several claims that the FBI, the Justice Department, have been missing in action. This is very unfortunate. It's very unsettling because you would think that these would be the cases. These would be the situations and incidents that the FBI, the Department of Justice, want to get their hands in. If you remember several months ago, we had this situation with Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR driver, and he had a fake noose in his garage and it was a hoax. And they sent in dozens of agents, I believe it was. And yet we can't get any single investigation from from the FBI, any single query from the Department of Justice totally total it should totally be raising questions in our hearts and minds as american citizens where are they why are they not standing up for the american people and why are they choosing to support their own political agendas than what the american people have spoken if truly donald trump is what the american people has have spoken for their president donald trump has also been doing what is called clearing the swamp where has been firing some of these individuals in different departments all across the board that he feels are not doing their job this is okay. This is good. This is what Donald Trump, his whole platform was, was that he was going to drain the swamp. So this is what he is doing. The next story is in regards to Patriots rising up. And this is simply more information on COVID. There actually is a very good judicial update on coronavirus restrictions. And that is a recent Supreme Court ruling over the Thanksgiving time where actually not only did they strike down Andrew Cuomo's tyranny, but they actually also struck down a precedent that has been used to uphold these all these restrictions for the past eight, nine months. We look at this and say, where in the world are they coming from this? How, are, in, the, how, how in the world are they supplanting and completely prohibiting free speech, free exercise of religion, all these different items? Where is this coming from? How is this warranted? So, They've been using a 115-year-old precedent, the Jacobson decision, to really uphold all of these unconstitutional, tyrannical ideals. And so the Supreme Court not only struck down Andrew Cuomo's tyranny, his his furtherance of restrictions, but they also completely and totally did not follow this precedent, struck down the precedent, basically this 115-year-old Jacobson decision that they used as the precedent to hold up. So the point that I'm trying to make here is very simple, and that is not only did this court case go in true favor in what should have happened. But now the precedent has been set that there is no precedent for their, for the, for those grounds to restrict church, to limit businesses, just simply because you feel people's health are at risk. So this is a good developments for the future, good developments for the American people, good developments for coronavirus restrictions in general and how this will pursue because we know there are serious ramifications. Japan has had more suicides in the last single month than they have had in the past year. 
And if you know, and if you have been following, we've mentioned it on the show many times that suicides in general as a whole this year have been drastically higher than years past because restrictions, isolation. And so suicide in comparison to years past, just this past year has been extraordinarily higher than years past. And even within that year, that last month, this most recent month, they have had more suicides in that last month than they have had in the past year, which has already been higher in years past. So huge spikes in suicide. This is, this is what we've, we, we should be expecting. Huge spikes in suicide, drug use, domestic abuse, alcohol, all of these different items, de- depression, these are all examples that we can expect of furthering these lockdowns because we, we want to ignore science, but we also want to ignore our, our liberties as well. Not only is that the only good news, Josiah, we're, how in the world are we full of good news? We're never full of good news here on The Glorious Rescue. Actually, we most definitely are. I try to give it to you in a positive light. We like to make fun, make joke here as well, but then also those deeper discussions are always, always positive, uplifting, and give a resounding and hopeful message to the American people that the American system still lives. It still goes on and it still can be rescued. That is obviously what we pursue here. But we are extra positive because not only is that court case extraordinarily positive to all of us as Americans wanting to go to the store, wanting to live life, wanting to get back to normal, not only is that good news, but also good news that people are starting to get tired of it. It's crazy that it's taken eight, nine months to do so, but there's been many, many instances. For instance, one in Staten Island, certain groups, areas are starting to declare themselves autonomous zones to free themselves of Cuomo's tyranny, to free themselves of his jurisdiction. This is actually brilliant because if you remember in Washington, I believe it was, they set up BLM and Antifa set up that autonomous zone to riot and loot and steal. And so now we kind of set the stage for, to see more hypocrisy, because that's always encouraging to see the hypocrisy of the media, hypocrisy of our our, our elitists. For instance, Andrew Cuomo, he has all these lockdowns and all these restrictions, he came out and said that the sheriffs that were going to not enforce those tyrannical, those tyrannical restrictions were the tyrants. Anyways, the hypocrisy, the elitism, but people are are starting to get tired of it. So people are putting them to the test. We have an individual who was arrested for trespassing. He was arrested on trespassing crimes. Why? Because he tried to open up his business in the morning and started up another situation. California protesters lining up on beaches, on streets, protesting Gavin Newsom's curfew because COVID doesn't come out after 10 p.m. We know that, guys. That's been a that's been a rule for a long time. COVID comes out past 10, so stay stay in stay in stay indoors, stay indefinitely during the nighttime because that's when COVID starts to lurk out. And now, after going through all of that probably a little bit too much, and we will get into more in our next episode. But before doing that, I want to end off with a little bit of a more enjoyable note, a little bit more of a positive note, into the vast past for our end of show segment, but not like they normally are. Traditionally, we go much further back, but this time we're just going to go a few years back into the vast past. Welcome back to another segment of the vast past. Like I mentioned, we are going into the vast past, but something that is a little bit less further back than what we normally go into because we are going to actually be just simply surveying a video that has been produced not by me, but do I did a little bit of tweaking here and there of individuals who promised us because promises mean everything to the media, everything to politicians that promised us of a certain thing that we most definitely know now was not true. Trump will not 
He's not going to be president. He is not, Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Okay. I guarantee it. All right, all right. You think if he becomes the president here, make, make it great, because the states is already great. I think that man will be president of the United States right about the time that spaceships come down filled with dinosaurs and red capes. On that note, Tom. <laughs> Take it Thank from me. How about that? Yes, and then, of course, there's Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. <laughs> Donald Trump, just last week, he confirmed to the National Review that he is again considering a run in 2016. Do it. <laughs> do, do it. Look, look at me. Do it. I will personally write you a campaign check now on behalf of this country, which does not want you to be president, but which badly wants you to run. So when you stand and deliver that State of the Union address, in no part of your mind or brain can you imagine Donald Trump standing up one day and delivering a State of the Union address? Well, I can imagine it uh, in a Saturday night skit. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. He will never be president of the United States. And uh, we better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket next. <laughs> I know you don't believe that, but I want to go on <laughs> to Matthew Dowd. Sorry right, to laugh. Okay, here we are. And which Republican candidate <clears throat> has the best chance of winning the general election? Of the declared ones right now, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'll make a prediction, though, for you, and I don't really get into predictions much, but this one I'll go way out on a limb. Donald Trump will never, ever be president okay. of the United States. The Trump should not be in this race. He's an absurdity. He is a travesty. Donald Trump will never be elected president of the United States. Donald Trump is a here-today-gone-tomorrow candidate for president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Uh, ever respectful of the fact that the people have not voted, he's not going to be president of the United States. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. We talk about him every day and we continuously he's bashing him. He's not going to be the president. He... Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. And we're coming to a point where if you're Hillary Clinton, you're honestly probably starting to think about not just whether you will win, but how big your win will be. And then you say that Donald Trump has the best day in the entire world, completely outperforms expectations, and he wins all of the toss-up states. He wins all five of those states, plus that electoral college vote in Maine that he's after. If he wins all of the toss-ups, which would be insane because nobody wins all of the toss-up states, even if Donald Trump did win all of the toss-up states, he would still lose. This would be a wake-up call to the Republican Party. Uh, despite Boris thinking that Donald Trump could win New York, like this, the, the presidential race is over. President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States! Exclamation point. At real Donald Trump. <laughs> well, at real Donald Trump. At least I will go down as a president. Now, I hope that was enjoyable to you. I know some of it is a little bit frustrating. Some of them really frustrate me. Like when they said, Donald Trump, I didn't realize you were going to run as a Republican. I thought you were going to run as a joke. There is actually a lot of speculation to which I actually believe that 
in one of those correspondence dinners that Donald Trump actually sat in, that that is the reason why he ran for president. I think there was a lot of culmination, but the actual tipping point, that breaking point was in that white course, that white house correspondence dinner. I think it was something like that. Nevertheless, it can be frustrating, but I also think it's humorous. And it reminds me of the video we played a couple episodes back where Donald Trump said something along the lines of relish the opportunity to be an outsider because it is the outsiders who change the world. And what better way to describe Donald Trump? What better way to describe his presidency than changing the world, but also being an outsider as well? He said something along the lines of when a broken system tells you that it can't be done, that that is the time when it is most needed to keep pushing forward. And we have a broken system, not necessarily the American system, but the media system, the politicians and hypocrisy, their system, not the American system as we know it, but I'm just talking about the elitism from them, if that makes sense. And Donald Trump has taken that as an opportunity to keep pushing forward, an opportunity that we will we ought to be grateful for, and also a presidency that we will continue to update you on, and the election that we will continue to update you on. Again, we will always, always, always be sharing to you the updates, the latest, and all of the information that you need to stay informed and to stay a more well-rounded patriot all here on The Glorious Rescue. So thank you very much for listening. I'm Josiah Robertson, and this is The Glorious Rescue.